From Sedona to the Stars, Dragons. I know seeing is believing and we want to actually see dragons, not just be dragons. But as in feng shui for the home, the elements we recognize around us are found within us to a greater or lesser degree. To be fully embodied means we are conscious of this and how the balance this brings transforms us into conscious creators. The harmonious home and harmonious human are balanced, not in itself a sexy concept, at least until it is unwrapped and understood. Alchemy is at the heart of it all. Of course, those who stand to gain most from its hidden use publicly call alchemy a quaint concept, nothing more. We know better. The alchemy of the elemental powers fuels local metaphysical ecologist Yap Van Etten's understanding of dragons. At the highest level, we are the dragons. This may be a leap of faith for some, but keep in mind he communicates with a trinity of high-frequency cosmic dragons from Cassiopeia. Though they are said to hold no grid on the ground here, their cosmic overview is full of insights. This trinity of dragons inspired Yap to develop a greater understanding of dragons in all their layers of existence. He found primordial dragons guarding the elemental powers on Earth, duality dragons guarding the seven color rays, so-called trinity dragons in a higher plane of existence depicted in a twelve-pointed wheel which folds in on itself, and finally those of cosmic origin, such as those from Cassiopeia, called here from his heart on the strength of their names. Seeing dragons starts at the edges of perception, like seeing auras does. When I see auras, my eyes soften as I take in the gestalt that's in front of me. It's the same for seeing dragons. On my longest last visit to Mount Shasta in 2012, I attended a reading, then called a channeling, when Pia and Cullen's dragon Max put in an appearance. Well, his warm, gravelly voice did, and he said dragons would start to be seen in the sky in large expanses of light and color. It wasn't until about seven years later when I studied Yop's book called Dragons that I learned of their shape-shifting proclivities. Indeed, when Yop encountered one of the eight primordial earth dragons in a cave in Sedona, he experienced Kashmari as an unsettling being, since she was the cave and beyond. In a sense, he respectfully entered the dragon as a portal to the much more that they are. At 30 frames per second, seeing dragons is problematic, but when the third eye doubles at speed, they can be seen. If the brain is slowed to theta and delta, this range of perception is enhanced. When a Course in Miracles facilitator brought her daughter to class once, she later asked her mother why she saw something sitting next to me, which looked like a very large, young, blue, not-quite-dog-like creature. Her mother, my friend, smiled and told her, why, that is Astara's dragon. At the time, dragons and the color blue were giving me pause for thought, a lot of thought, and apparently I was manifesting them around me, just out of sight. You might also try communicating with dragons via octagonal crystals, since all dragons are said to share this structure of eight triangles for air, transcending space and time. 
Yop describes it as a repeating egg carton shape, primordial with one octahedron, duality with two, and trinity with three. Pay attention to synchronicities. The time came for me to become aware of my white dragon when a friend seer saw a white dragon around me. Just then, another longtime friend happened to send me a painting of a white dragon she had just finished. It has been said that we are here to master the seven color rays and only then embody the white. I filled in the blanks about the white dragon a few years later with Yap's explanation of the morphogenetic field of infinite potential. Whereas the black dragons preside over the grids on the ground, it is the white dragons which govern this infinite potential of new possibilities above. It's been said that most of us here have Atlantis under our belt, but that's by way of saying that we dropped in frequency from Lemuria, where we embodied the elements, to Atlantis, where we used and then misused them. If you're anything like me and found yourself rewinding and replaying the dragon riding sequence in the movie Avatar, you've no doubt been a rider. The thing is, we've also been slayers, so now we get a chance to go to the next level above duality into unity consciousness. Sure, there are hiccups of fear along the way. As exhilarating as one dragon dream was for me, it also held its fair share of fear when an unridden dragon fleet came thundering over my castle. At a ceremony in the high desert of northern Arizona, we called in the dragons above a large seasoned medicine wheel. They seemed to come out of nowhere in the stratosphere to occupy each of the four directions. The thing to do when anything like this happens is to stay with it to bridge communication. We didn't. We simply celebrated their appearance. The prerequisite for any contact at all is an abiding love for self and they. According to Wes Penra, dragons come from many galaxies and are the architects of creation. As such, they warrant a deep respect from humankind. Perhaps our childlike belief and love for them was enough for a flyby over that field. Let's see what's in store for us ahead. I am Astara, from Sedona to the Stars, until next time.